What's up, y'all? Welcome back to It's Giving, where we discuss the latest and greatest in TV and film. I'm your host, Brandon the Introvert, and in this episode, we will be discussing the 95th Academy Awards. Awards. Oscars, I guess. So, well, let's start out with the host, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. It's not much to be said, like, I feel like throughout the show, there were times where I forgot he was the host, even while I was watching it. Like all the like Jimmy Fallon's a kind of funny, but Jimmy Kimmel, like James Corden, like all those like very white late night show. Seth Meyers is funny on like at least SNL, but like he's not like <laughs> funny, you know. So all those types of hosts, like they just never do it for me. So I kind of already went into it expecting like just to be like uh-huh 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 you know and yeah that's pretty much all i can say about him i really don't like how will smith of course for the infamous slap from chris rock after defending will smith after defending his wife jada pinkett smith after chris rock made a joke about her now for me personally do i think it was it's not for me. It's not about right or wrong. I think it. I I don't fight, but I don't think it was a wrong thing. I just think it wasn't a smart thing to do it on stage in front of millions of people. You know what I mean? If you were to do it, yeah, go ahead, do it at the after party, whatever. Next time I see you, whatever. But in terms of like in front of everybody, I just don't think it was the smart thing to do. But We've already been there. We talked about that. Check out my recap of that last year. Uh, but I don't like how your band, he they the Academy banned him for 10 years, but is squeezing every ounce of clout they can out of that incident. Like that definitely spiked your viewership. It definitely spiked your relevance even more so. And it, 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 they using it still to this day, a year later, using it as fodder for jokes. So to me, it says, y'all aren't that serious. Y'all y'all aren't that serious. Y'all had to do a symbolic thing. Also, because he was a black man. Let's start there. Because 10 years, 10 years, Will Smith, A-list Will Smith, blockbuster Will Smith, you're going to ban him for 10 years knowing that's not his character. He doesn't just go up and just slap people. This isn't his thing. Like we, we, at least from the public eye, we have not known him to be a aggressive or violent person. But the fact everybody just viewed it as this whole violent act, like white people are violent by nature, but y'all gonna do this? But then again, and I'm gonna get into that throughout this episode, like the Oscars, the Academy Awards, I, I, lost hope for any type of real view of us by us. I mean, black people as like people and as humans from that type of industry, you look at, you know, the awards we win, it's either we have to be a stereotype or we have to go through trauma. There's no, and I think I said that in the last year episode, like there's no, like we just go throughout life just, living a happy, smiley, triumphant type of life. We have to be oppressed or we have to be a stereotype or both to win an Academy Award. Look at the track history um, of 
pretty much, I'm not going to say every, I don't like generalizing, but like most of the black wins see what type of movie they were in, what their character, what their character was and what the character represented. Like Moonlight was great. Moonlight was great, but it's still under the umbrella of we have to bear our, like, we have to bear our souls in a way that gives us pity. You can say that pity or like, wow, they go through so much. Like we have to do that to get recognized at an Academy Award type of winning type of level. You know what I mean? We can't be like La La Land. We can't go around and sing about our love for each other. We, we can't do that. Um, that's too humanizing for us. You know, we have to be an othered. We have to be something to be, you know, cared for, looked after, pity for, for us to get that recognition. So all I'm saying is they did Will Smith dirty. You're going to ban him, but still use the incident to, to get, you know, publicity and promo and laughs and like, you're using him like you're literally using him and banning him. But, you know, that's indicative of this whole country. But that's a whole nother whole nother conversation. It really isn't a whole nother conversation. It's all together. But for the scope of this episode, we'll be moving forward because shit. Uh, next, we have Holly Bailey and the new Little, Mer the new Little Mermaid poster came out. The new trailer for the movie came out, and I was literally screaming as soon as she came out on that stage. And that beautiful, like, it gives under the sea aquatic teal aquamarine. I screamed throughout the whole trailer. I am really excited for this. I think this will be a, a, a hit. And just to see, you know, Ariel and the locks and Holly Bailey, do I agree? Like, you know what? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Like, she got to have a white prince and a pretty much white presenting father. And uh, I'm, at my, I, I, I'm at my wits end for like how there has not been a black, there hasn't been a black Disney princess with a black like counterpart or black partner like ever. Prince Naveen, I mean, if you want, you can say he's Afro-Latin, but he was obviously like Latin, like just Latin, like you could say it was Afro-Latin, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't given that. But, uh, like, he didn't have, like, not to say blackness should look a certain way, but let's be real. He didn't have no nappy hair. He wasn't, like, black. That's just what I got to say. But, yeah, but the uh, trailer was everything I will be looking forward to when the movie comes out. Uh, so Guillermo del, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio won Best Animated Feature. I love, like, animation is, like, everything to me. It, it It's what I love. I love cartoon characters. One day I want to voice a cartoon character, several, multiple, many cartoon characters. Like, that's my thing. So it was cool seeing that when I feel like there was a lot of good animated films this year. I didn't see the Puss in Boots, but Marcel, the shell with the shoes on was really good. Turning Red was really, really, really good. I Pinocchio has been on my list for a long time just because Guillermo del Toro, like it's going to look weird. It's going to look freaky. So I kind of, I felt like Pinocchio was literally a perfect film to kind of put his mind on but I look forward to seeing that film but Turning Red Turning Red you could say could have won too I, that was a really good movie it was a, a really really good movie 
Marcel Deschel, I don't see it winning, but the story is very simple. It's a different type of storytelling. It's very simple, straightforward, but doesn't like pander to kids. Like, I feel like adults and kids can watch this one. Um, and then we had uh, Ki Hoi Kwan win Best Supporting Actor for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. You might recognize him as the little boy from Temple of Doom. I believe he was also in the Goonies. And I think he definitely deserved that award. He was really good in that. And I feel like he was a, a great heart for the movie. And I on, my, on um, the pod's Twitter, I talked about how his character was similar to Jerry from uh, Rick and Morty, just how Jerry is obviously like, I feel like a foil to Beth and Rick who has the world in the palm of his hands. I feel like Morty is a combination of Rick and like Jerry, the way they view life. But Jerry, you, you, you have him next to these like phenomenal, phenomenal, powerful characters, but he still remains true to himself. He still remains very much a human in the sense that he views life in a very, it compares, depending on who you are talking to, he views life in a very simple, but earnest, loving, honest way amidst all of these different realities, all these universes, all these possibilities, all this wonder, all this phenomena. He still cares about what's important and that's his family. Like he loves Beth more than anything. He loves his kids more than anything. And he, has a great heart and he might be viewed, I mean, he is kind of dumb, but he, I think, offers the morality for the family in an environment where they can easily lose themselves and become or strive to become godlike figures like Rick has, where even though he has all this power, he's still very empty inside without his family. And Jerry is very happy with life because he prioritizes the true meaning of life, which is people, people, humans, family, love, you know? And I feel like Rick might, he, he obviously has complications with accepting that and learning to prioritize families. And we see his arc, his character growth, like he has, he's learning and you see him more, a little more healed with each season, but Jerry definitely represents Keith Kwan's character and everything everywhere all at once because both fathers were definitely very loving very open very vulnerable and that's something that you don't see a lot with men um especially men and like men m more so fathers so i definitely think what i said about jerry applies to his character as well wayman <sighs> speaking of everything everywhere all at once we jamie lee curtis won the best supporting actress and don't get me wrong i'm not a hater i don't I, I think her performance was good i don't think it was bad but i think angela bass's character queen ramonda in black panther wakanda forever just meant a lot more and had a lot more weight and context to it than playing an irs villain and everything everywhere all at once i mean in some other characters if y'all if you've seen the movie but i she shouldn't have won she shouldn't have won. The last Oscar that Angela Bassett was nominated for was What's Love Got to Do With It. And then I, she should have got the Oscar. Like, there's really not much I can say. 
outside of she should have got the Oscar. Her role was definitely more significant, meant a lot. And she was in the majority of the movie in a very special and an important way. Like she was there to hold Wakanda together when T'Challa passed away and Chadwick Boseman too. So you had that, that grief within the movie and outside the movie coming together to give you real, she's acting, but you can tell and literally by what she says, like she channeled her real life emotions. This meant a lot more in my opinion. And I think a lot of people will agree. But then again, like I said, the Oscars are the Oscars and the Oscars are going to stay the Oscars. The Oscars do shit for symbol symbolism and they're trying to be this like politically, socially aware type of culture now, but it's just not working because we see what types of people they favor over the other. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I think they prefer the people that don't call them out and fall in line with how things are. That's all I'm going to say. And I just, yeah. And you see the voters, like the voters are definitely, you can assume mostly white. Same with the Grammys, like similarly to how Beyonce didn't win for Renaissance, but Harry Styles did. Like, that's why in my head, she won best album of the year. And she's been constantly snubbed. And you saw that uh, in one of them articles, like, one of the they interviewed, I believe, what five voters, and one of the voters who remained anonymous, of course, said like Beyonce just, you know, she wins too many times, and you know, it just wouldn't have meant anything, and she won again, and like, so we see they're putting personal bias into the voting, so that's why I'm not all the way upset because it's the Oscars, like the Oscars are still so white, like they're not gonna let that, that woman win, so. And it's just very sad. It's just very, 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 very sad. So that's all I got to say. On a positive, we saw Ruthie Carter win for Best Costume Design for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. She won the same award, I believe, in the 2019 Oscars for the film that came out in 2018. So, and she's the first Black woman to win two Oscars in any category two Oscars, the first black woman to win two Oscars in 2023. So this is kind of what I'm saying, but congratulations to her. It's undeniable her talent and what she put into the costumes into Wakanda forever. Like they're iconic and Black Panther, uh, the first film, they're iconic. They're iconic and they, they are what makes the film like, Take us if you haven't really looked at the costumes, like take a closer look and just see how it embodies the spirit of the world of Wakanda. By the world, I'm talking about the the uh, world within Wakanda, the film, the characters, just the spirit of everyone and everything in the film, and um, pays a great respect to the African cultures which the costumes are influenced by. So to Ruth Carter, at least we got some type of win, child. Uh, Lift Me Up, which did not win best original song, which confused me, was performed by Rihanna after Denai Guerrera had that really moving feature. You could tell she was, I mean, not tell, you saw she was still in tears over Chadwick Boseman's like passing. Like this movie meant a lot. Like it meant a lot. 
it meant a lot. The least they could have done was given supporting actress to Angela Bassett. But like I said, the reasons I already said before. But yeah, uh, Rihanna performed a great, 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 great. It was really good. A really, really good performance. And she did Tim's justice with the song, did the film justice with the song as well. And she's doing it all while pregnant. And this is she she's performing at Super Bowl next month, Oscars. And you got your second child on the way. Like, great job, Rihanna. <laughs> Yeah. And then we have Michelle Yeoh, who won Best Lead Actress for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. She is the second woman of color to win the Best Lead Actress Award right after Holly Berry, who won it for Monster Ball 22 years ago, I believe, in 2001. And she is the first... Asian woman to win the best lead actress and well-deserved like her character was excellent and especially I didn't see the other movies she was um running against I think believe what Kate Blanchett Ana de Armas I believe it's Michelle Williams and I forget the other woman but she was running against all white people so just this win alone is really special and it's history and then last but not least, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once swept the awards with winning Best Picture, Best Film Editing, Best Directing, Best Original Screenplay, Best Lead Actress, Best Supporting Actress, Best Supporting Actor, and uh, dominated pretty much. I think it's the most awarded film ever. Now, just from a talk me and my friend was having literally right before this, she gave an interesting perspective, the fact that it was produced by the Russo brothers, who is uh, played in a very integral part to just the MCU films. So what she was telling me was she believed they had it from jump to win all of this just because they were backed by Marvel and Disney. And it was touted as like the diversity film, you know, uh, the the independent diversity film. And that's a, um, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean not to kind of downplay Michelle Yeoh or Kihu Kwan or the Daniels brothers, like not to downplay them, but yeah, like shit is strategic. Shit is symbolic and they have to tout certain things to what's the word to, they don't want that beef. They don't want that, that, that Oscar so white beef again. So they're going to do what they need to do, whether it's real or not to um, show that they're not as white as people make them out to be but they are they're the dna of the oscars the dna of the academy is white as long as the dna is white i don't think little individual actions can change the makeup or the culture of something that has been there for almost a century that's just my thoughts um but overall i mean it was a pretty eh, i don't know i feel like the movies this year eh, I feel like the more interesting movies to me that I saw that, that were nominated were more like the documentaries and the shorts and the animated features, like films like that. But films like Elvis or like All Quiet on the Western Front, which also won a lot of awards, Top Gun, Avatar 2, like Avatar 2, I'm sure is a visually stunning thing, but they are exploiting the shit out of indigenous people in that movie. So it... Yeah, films like that I just wasn't excited for, you know. I definitely am going to see Banshees and Sharon. I want to see Triangle of Sadness. 
and I want to see the Puss in Boots movie and I want to see the shorts. Like I, I want to see the shorts and I want to see some of the documentaries. But overall, like it was just like the films just and honestly, it's usually like that. It's usually a bunch of white films that are just like, uh, and then a few good films in there and then one film by uh, with black actors. Oh, yeah. Brian Tyree didn't win Best Supporting Actor. I didn't see Causeway. I believe that was the film he was nominated for. But I didn't see Causeway to have like a like an opinion opinion about it. But, you know, if you were to win, I would not have mind that at all. So, but yeah, that was pretty much the Oscars this year. I feel like the biggest takeaway or the legacy that this Oscars is going to pass down is, you know, the, the historical night in terms of there's been there's never been a Asian two Asian winners in I think in a night of an Oscars before like for supporting actor and lead actress of course Michelle Yeoh made history of course Ruth Carter made history but and I think Guillermo del Toro made history I think for he's he's won best picture best animated feature and I forget the other categories but he's made history with being the one to win all of those um, everything everywhere all at once like I said was the most awarded and the Angela Bassett snub and the one year later from follow-up from the slap heard across the world so uh, and the Little Mermaid so I really do feel like those were will be the takeaways from this year's Oscars in the future and I don't know um, I feel like those will be the takeaways and yeah yeah, I'm looking forward. Am I looking forward to the next Oscars? Not really. I just watch it because it you can't, it's a major event. So I just feel like it's just all pomp and blah, blah, blah. But let me know what y'all think of the Oscars. I will be talking to y'all later and bye. <laughs>